Welcome back, everyone, to the Phoenix Awakening Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Phoenix Ra. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a topic that there's probably not much talked about. We're going to talk about self-forgiveness. Yep, we're going to go there. (laughs) We're going to go right into the nitty-gritty of the things that we try to cover up and not really talk about. Um, The things that needs to be addressed so we can be free and liberated within our lives. Yes, we're going to talk about it. So, I wanted to discuss on the topic of forgiveness. And I know we talk about forgiving others a lot, but I think what's rarely talked about is giving ourselves forgiveness. Yes, it's easy for because sometimes it's easy to forgive others. In some cases, it's much easier to forgive others, especially someone that we love. We're so forgiving to them, right? We give them pass after pass after pass after pass, and it's like, but with us, it's like when we do something, it's just we can't seem to let it go. It seems like it just lingers forever and ever and ever. And we're just holding this resentment in. It's like we're holding ourselves hostage. And it's, it's, it's quite interesting that we do that to ourselves. Like, how could we forgive others and forgive lovers and people that we love so easily? But with us, it, it's hard. It's much harder. So that's what I want to talk about today and bring some awareness to that so we can start living in our truth and being happy and not repeating the same patterns and and not blocking our blessings. I want to talk about that today. So that's what we're going to discuss and I'm going to share a few things about my story and things that I've been through, things I've been experiencing lately, there's been a lot of like ups and downs and crazy things happening as of late. So it's just, it makes perfect sense. And I've just been blessed with so much time lately to just sit and, and reflect on these things and actually face this, face these things and work on them. So it's no better time than right now um, so yeah, I want to discuss some things about my life, things that I've been through, um, my deepest fears and traumas and, and things that I'm most shameful about, you know, I'm a person that likes to be open about it, you know, so I wanted to discuss that with my audience and you know hopefully share my story you can find a little nuggets and um peace and in, in yours maybe you identify what i've been through but maybe you don't but the moral of the story is you know it's okay to face those things head on and the things that we just try to cover up Pretend like they're not there, but they're there. So 
as I stated, my my podcast is all about liberation. It's all about freedom. So you can't have true freedom if you're holding some things back. You gotta allow your full self to be emerged and 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 celebrated and re- and released. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's released. You gotta release yourself. Release who you are and release everything that's holding you back. And I know that can be scary. Trust me, I know. But it's possible. It's all about being truthful to yourself and wanting more. And wanting more and and liberating yourself. You know, through the process of wanting more. And to know it's okay. So everyone, let's take a deep breath. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for me to discuss some of these things to to be transparent. It is, but I know that I know that I have to. I just I know I have to, and for order to me, for order in order for me to feel liberated you know I feel called that I I feel the need to share my story and that's a part of liberation is sharing your story with others so this is I take you know I think I feel this is a safe space to be able to do that you know I hold my audience my viewers, the ones that are listening, can hold a safe space for me as well as I hold a safe space for you. Because um, that's how we're going to heal through safe spaces and safe relationships, insecurity and safety. You know, that's how we heal. When we're, we feel safe. So, I say that all to say it's gonna be it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a little tough but I know I can do it I know we can do it I know I'm not alone so um yeah that's what today's episode is gonna be about so let's get into the next segment stated before today's episode we're going to talk about self-forgiveness and in part of this section of the podcast I want to give you guys a little um backstory of my life and the things that um that I'm most shameful of and fearful of and where my insecurities lie and my deep traumas and things that I've been through that has affected me through, through my life. Um, so, like I stated, the last 
couple weeks has been very, very, very strenuous on me. There has been some things that has been very triggering for me, you know. Um, I just, well, I just moved into my new apartment, you know, after years of being by myself. I mean, not by myself, sorry. Uh, living with people, living with my family for the last three years. It's, um, it's, it's been a journey. So me transitioning, and I'll explain a little bit on that too, the journey, but lately it's, um, I've been really learning how to, or relearning how to kind of transition into living in my own again. And you know, letting go of the fears and and the, and the guilt and and the insecurities and you know the doubts of being on my own again. Um, so I'm dealing with a lot of like loneliness, feelings of being feeling alone because I've lived with people for the last two three years, you know, with family and and friends. So. Being on my own again is just, it's been a lot of adjusting to that. Um, so, so I'm dealing with that and just feeling, feeling very alone, you know, having to face these feelings of loneliness, you know, and also going through some disappointments when it comes to love. Um, people I've been dating and, and that has been like, that's been very disappointing to say the least. And I won't get into anything too personal, but you know, one of the things that I'm looking for or manifesting is a partner, life partner. So as I'm going through this transition within myself and, you know, standing on my own two feet again and, and trying to figure that out, you know, I'm also in praying and trying to manifest a life partner. Um, so it's, I'm still, I'm still going through, I'm still figuring out, I'm still praying about it, but I'm saying this all to say is that it's one of the things that's been affecting me and I'm realizing that it's okay to be alone, number one, you know, and really face these feelings that I feel, um, loneliness or and insecurities, doubts, fears, and, and, and shame and guilt, all these things that I've been feeling a lot lately, I've been facing them, really sitting with them. Um, so that's where where my head been in the last uh, few weeks. Just a lot of things having to fall away. A lot of things need to be added to. A lot of things need to be readjusting. My focus needs to be readjusted. It's it's been a lot of that kind of like configurating in my life. A lot of things falling away. A lot of things need to be let go. A lot of things need to be focus more on it's it's been a that's how it's been for me in the last few weeks so 
it's been a lot, a lot of things coming up, you know, for me and a lot of things I need to face. So, and to, and to face and to embrace too, you know. So that's where am I, where I've been last couple of weeks. And a lot of things of the past have been coming up too, you know, throughout that. And when I say the, you know, some of the doubts and the fears and the insecurities and the guilt, you know, all those things have been coming up, you know. So, um, like I said, uh, the last three years I've been living with um, people, living with my family and friends. Um, not intentionally, it just kind of happened. Um, around 2021, I moved from my hometown, Milwaukee, and to embark on a new chapter. Uh, I just needed a new change. You know, being there was just too too restricting to me. Like I, I literally couldn't do it. I just, I needed something new. I needed something different. I needed my surroundings to be new and different. I needed something new. And it just, I don't know, I was just being pushed. I felt like I was being pushed out of there. Like there was just nothing there for me anymore. So I moved from uh, my hometown and moved to uh, Louisiana, Baton Rouge, um, around 2000, um, 2021, March of 2021 is when I left. And I moved to Baton Rouge um, off the whim. I didn't have a job set up. I didn't have a house set up. Didn't have a car, sold my car. I literally sold everything. <laughs> I was literally like, you know what? I, I just need to get out of here. I don't care. Like this, I'll figure it out when I get there. That's what my mind was. And um, so I, I, you know, I made that move. It was a very bold, risky move. It was something I would I would have never done. I'm such a calculated person. Um, so it was a little different for me to do something like that, but you know, I did it and, um, yeah, I made that move and without really much of a plan and, um, I was, you know, I stayed at an Airbnb for that, that time. I was there for about a month, um. And, you know, I was trying to figure out a job. I was trying to find a job while I was there. Um, just trying to, you know, just trying to figure it out. You know, I was talking to people at the Airbnb. There was, like, other guests there. It was a big house. You know, I was getting information from them, talking to them, brushing shoulders with them. So, you know, I was there still learning and trying to trying to figure it out. Like, what should I be doing? I kind of had an idea. I wanted to do... Um, at the time I wanted to do fitness, I was trying to change careers. So I was applying to jobs for fitness, um, you know, at gyms and stuff and to be a personal trainer. Um, you know, so I was, it was a lot of things that were changing for me, you know, and a lot of things I was trying to figure out, you know, including my career and what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. Um, and I think a lot of people was doing that at the time, especially with COVID, you know, 2020 really made us really sit back and kind of reflect on what do we want? What, what is our soul calling for? 
what's our truest desires. And that's what was pushing me during that time. Like, it was almost unsettling. Like, I couldn't, I didn't feel settled. Like, I was just trying to, like, I was trying, I don't know, I was trying to find something. Like, I just didn't feel settled for a long time. So that's what also pushed me to move as well. Like, just having, just feeling unsettled within myself. So, you know, I was there for a month. Um, Didn't really work out. Um, Got there. Like I said, I was looking for jobs and, you know, trying to figure it out. And. I had a, I didn't have enough money to um didn't have enough money to um rent out another another um month of um an, another month at the Airbnb I was at um so I kind of had no choice this was like the next best option was to move to Phoenix, where my family was, you know, because I really didn't want to go back to Milwaukee. That was just out the question. So the next option for me was to move here. And um, so I was, I was like, it was, it wasn't a very pleasant move for me because I didn't plan on coming here and didn't want to come here. I come to Phoenix. So I was just very broken during that time. I was broken. I didn't understand why I felt so called to go to Louisiana. I felt it in my spirit. I felt that I was doing the right thing. And I, it really felt like I was doing the right thing. And I won't say I wasn't doing the right thing, but it just felt like I was, my expectation wasn't met. I really wanted it to work. So when I did come to, so when, when it didn't happen the way I expected, it really made me feel sad. Like it, just, it just really disappointed me. Like, I was really broken about that. And um, so I came to Phoenix with my family, just with broken wings. Just really sad. And um, but I knew, now looking back on it, I was in good hands, and I'm still in good hands. You know, it's like, it's one of those things where you got to um, surrender to, you know. It was me surrendering to God's plan, not my plan. And throughout this whole time, in this last, the last two, three years, it taught me to surrender more to God to God's plan than my plan. Because there was things that I didn't know I needed until I got here. Um, and that's that's the beauty about God. Like, 
God's plan is so much better than ours. And sometimes you just got to let go and let God use you. You know, you got to surrender to your plan, to God's plan. And that's, that's what I've been learning a lot is incorporating God more with, with my plans, including God more with my plans and, and surrendering when my back is against the wall to whatever God wants me to do. So, um, there's been a lot of, a lot of things that I've learned being here. And one of the things that I've learned the most is community and family. One of the biggest lessons, you know, one of the things I didn't know I really needed to learn was how important community is and how it makes your life so much better. You know, I'm a person that always did everything alone, you know, and it kind of forced, it kind of, I'm like, I feel like I'm like that, that hyper-independence because of my upbringing and the things that I've been through um, that kind of made me like that. So, uh, you know, as I get older, I'm learning that it's not healthy to always do things by yourself and alone, you know. And that's one of the things I'm so grateful for to be able to be here with my family. To be here you know, all, all all six of my brothers and sisters, well, all five of them, including me, six, we're all here um, together after years of being separated when my mom was here and I, the rest of us was, um, brothers and sisters were in Milwaukee and my younger two brothers and sisters were here for years. We've been like that, separated. So now it's like we're all together. So that's a that's been a blessing in itself that um we're all here during this time and also have my grandmother which is who's um she's going through some things um Alzheimer's where she's um not the same anymore and we she's here and we're taking care of her and just you know quite her final days to be more specific. So having, being here to be there with my grandmother has been a blessing as well. And being here with my family has been a blessing. Um, more than I, more than I realize sometimes, you know. So I've just been learning so much about that and and learning the importance of community. Um, so there's been a lot of good things. I would say a lot of good things as far as that, you know, being with my family, having that support during such a rough time in my life, me trying to figure out so fucking much, <laughs> so much trying to get everything, trying to figure everything out. Like I've, been able to, I've been blessed and fortunate to have that time to really, literally figure it out, you know, where I was, time where I weren't working, I wasn't working, I was 
you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, you know, and was given grace during that whole process. You know, that's something I can't overlook. You know, it's something I'm very grateful for. And I know a lot of people don't have that opportunity to do that. So, you know, that's something I will always be grateful for. So there's been a lot of good things and, you know, throughout the whole process of me being home, being back with my family. Um, but there's also been some, some, <laughs> some downs, ups and downs, you know, and a lot of things that I thought I healed from that I wasn't, that I didn't heal from. That, was still, that still needed healing. So there's been some things with that, you know, and me facing that, facing those things. And a lot of things have been coming up for me and those not easy. Um, those, sorry, those, those have been some good things. There's been some down moments too. Some of my lowest moments probably ever in my life. And, um, There's, yeah, just a lot of things I've just been facing while being here as well. And things I thought I healed from. Um, and one of those things is, I guess I never really faced the fact that, really looked at how my childhood really affected me. You know, I had an understanding, but there is so much healing that needed to be done still. So much awareness that needed to be done and and um, things that needed to be faced that I really didn't face as much as I thought I did. And... Um, One of the things that I've faced was um, my molestation um, growing up and how much anger and, and guilt and shame that I had with that. Honestly, never faced it. I talked about it, I told my parents, um, before and told some of my closest friends, but I never really, um, I never really sat with how that really affected me. You know, and how much shame and guilt I was carrying with that. And it's something I'm still processing, but I have a good understanding of it. Um, I just I never, you know, faced. I never faced it until now, and I didn't know I was carrying so much shame around that, and so much guilt, and how that was still playing, kind of spilling into my life, and why I was unable to be open and vulnerable and intimate with with people and. And vulnerable, just vulnerable and, and just open. I didn't understand, like, 
how that it was kind of affecting me and the patterns that I was repeating um, until now, especially with my relationships with, with um, my love life um, and the men I was attracting. I was attracting um, men from my brokenness, um, things that I really didn't face. And so that was, you know, one of the things that came up for me, you know, throughout this whole process is is that shame. And I... Um, that shame and guilt. But under the shame and guilt, I realized that there was like this little boy, my inner child, that was yearning for love and acceptance, which made me open myself up to things that weren't in my best interest. It made me more acceptable to those things and experiences of me being molested and making it okay because there was this need that wasn't being met. And that need was acceptance from my father. I allowed certain things to happen and made it okay because I wasn't getting that love and acceptance from my father. And it's one of those things where it's like, you feel like it's never, it's this void of not having my father, you know. It's, uh, I forgot who said this, but I think it was T.D. Jakes, he said there's a hole within every person the size of their father that didn't have their father it's always it's going to be this whole this void there in an absence of having not having their father there and that's stuck out to me because I feel like it's true it's that void and that's why that's what I've been feeling a lot lately especially with Kind of the disappointments, recent disappointments I've been having within my love life has been triggering this this wound of like feeling abandoned, my abandonment wound from my father and from the absence of not having my father there growing up and how it was still playing out in my love life, in my life. Me being hyper-independent and me not trusting and me not being open and me not being loving or, you know, how, or me not being vulnerable or just always feeling. One of the things I've noticed is is that, you know, I find it very hard for me to just kind of let go of control. And I feel like this is also tied within that, um, the absence of having that father figure in my life. It's like it's really hard for me to let go and, and you know, allow someone to take care of me or to take the lead or, you know, just, I guess, be vulnerable, be safe enough, f- safe enough for me to 
be in that receptive feminine mode, feminine energy. You know, and I think a lot of that hyper-independence comes from that not having that safety of being supported within that masculine role or energy. So that I feel like that ties in, you know, with, you know, me surrendering, me being unable to surrender or learning to surrender more. And also um, learning to know what's what's good for me or what's not good for me. You know, like learning those those discernments with what's healthy and what's not healthy, you know, through, you know, certain patterns and, you know, people that I've been experiencing and, you know, dating back from, you know, the absence of that father figure in my life. It's, I've been learning a lot of those things and really kind of like bringing a lot of awareness to that. And I don't know, it's just, just sitting with that um, deep sense of unworthiness, of feeling unworthy of being loved, you know, really sitting with that inner child within me and really honoring that, that, that emptiness, you know, an absence and not having my father there and wanting him to be there. So I've been doing a lot of reparenting myself lately and you know and how all you know these things are have been tied into the last few years of my life of me being you know here with my family so there's been a lot of you know healing with that really facing those issues and Facing those traumas and those guilts and those shames and, and feeling abandoned and, and neglected emotionally. Um, you know, just feeling like you're carrying so much in secret. So that's why I feel it's it's good to get these things out. It's good to bring awareness to it, talk about it so you can finally release it and bring honestly love there, you know? Bring love to those areas that are hurting. You know, that's moral of the story of why, you know, I wanted to share this. And I feel like it's good to be able to share these things so you can, um, release it and really find healing within those within it so like I said you know just facing those things those shame guilt shame and guilt feelings and you know my anger issues as well um, I never knew that I had so much anger pent up inside of me <laughs> until I got here as well you know from years of growing up and you not yeah not having my father and and through childhood, being bullied and teased for everything um, I could think of, I, you know, I just didn't really know how much anger I was holding inside of me. 
and um, how that was affecting me too. We don't talk about that, on, you know, the anger that we feel inside, anger we feel in, that we're still holding in from our childhood and things that we experienced. And I've learned, you know, I had experiences where I, I lashed out with all my family members because I was so frustrated and angry about where my life was and where I wanted to be and wasn't there. And, you know, I had moments that, you know, I regret doing and, or moments where I, you know, acted out of character because I was so angry, you know, and, you know, learning to forgive myself through that, learning to, face what was making me angry and, you know, taking ownership of that and not projecting it out to the people that I love, you know, and that's something I had to recheck myself. I'm like, okay, let me have to take a step back and really evaluate what I'm doing here and really take care of myself, really sit with what this is because it's starting to spill out towards the people I love. You know, and that's something that, you know, you know, I learned to honor, you know, on my path of healing is to honor my anger and how that, you know, ties into everything as well. <laughs> you know, during your you know, your my healing journey and how the anger and unforgiveness can ultimately hold you back. And it's okay to release to release it. It's okay to release those emotions, those feelings, to release the anger. It's okay to honor it, and it's okay to release it. And forgive yourself. Forgive others as well. But most importantly, forgive yourself through those experiences that you went through and whether you act out of character or something would happen to you. It's all about forgiving yourself through all that and giving yourself the compassion throughout all those experiences and, mo and moments. Forgiving yourself. Once you are at peace with yourself and find that compassion to give to that little boy, that little girl, or that, that woman, that young woman, a young man, or that person you was a year ago, a few months ago, maybe even a week ago, Handing, giving that person the compassion is where it starts. You didn't know better. If you knew better, you would have done better. You can't blame yourself for who you were to who you're now. We all learning and growing. We're all healing. We're all becoming our better selves.
each and every day. But there's grace, there's compassion through it all. We are not meant to be perfect. Life is never meant to be perfect. We can't give our, we can't do that to ourselves. We can't expect something that is not even attainable. We're human. And it's through the grace that is given to us inherently within us that we find peace and healing and forgiveness. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to give yourself grace because it's already forgiven. The past does not hold you. The past is no longer. The past is the past and all you have is the present. And that's why I strongly consider and encourage people to get close with something higher than yourself. I don't care what it is. Allah, Buddha, Source Energy, Yoruba, Orisha, God, Jesus. I don't care what it is. You have to have something that, that centers you, that is a reminder of what you are internally inside of you. Your faith, your religion is, is a reminder that you are much more than just your human humanness. You are more than just that. Because you, being human, you're going to fuck up. You're going to mess up. That's a part of being human. That's the that's the key. That's the trick. That's the the aha moment of life. Is that it's going to be messy. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to fuck up. That's what humans are meant to do. We're meant to fuck up. But it's our soul. It's our true essence within. That is so much powerful. That is so much worthy. That dwells within us. That oversees anything you have ever done in your life. And whatever do. You can never erase your worthiness within you, within yourself. That's who you are. You're not what you did. You're not who you think you are. This physical vessel that you're living, that you're living in, this body, this mind, who you are is, is just an experience. It's not who you are internally and forever. And once you understand that and receive and really take that in, it's gonna be so much easier to let everything go that you feel that you're holding yourself hostage to. So when you're doubting, remember that you are enough. You are enough. Because what's in you is more than enough. What's within you is more than enough. His grace is sufficient.
His grace, its grace is everlasting. So I encourage you today, if you're struggling with forgiving yourself, forgiving others, remember that you are already forgiving. You're already forgiven for anything you have done. But I challenge you, when you hear those thoughts, those past beliefs, whatever limitation that is holding you back, when you're faced with those things, remember, tell yourself, I'm more than enough. I'm not that. I'm more than that. I'm more powerful than anything. I am power. I am love. I am grace. I am lovable. I am forgiven. I am accepted. Tell yourself those things. Until next time, remember who you are, who you truly are. Remember you are blessed.